This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back with you with tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And my vocal cords are being little demons today, apparently. There we go. Sounds better, I think. Maybe. Possibly. But we are back with more Champions Wildcard, of course, as we will be until December the 18th. I'm sorry, we still have another month plus of this to go. These tournaments are getting old, but I'm not here to give my opinion on the status of the show in general. I'm here to talk about the games for you guys. Even if I do feel like the Everloving tournaments are making me want to cry in a corner. But with that being said, let's just get on with it and get into tonight's game. And we will start doing that by meeting our players. We had Brian, Corey, and Eric. And this game was a plot twist in the extreme. There were elements of some of the other categories in the game, but it all came down to an epic plot twist. So, everybody, I think, had a shot at the lead for at least a little bit of the game. And Corey had an awesome time out of two of the Daily Doubles and a really sucky time out of the third one. So that caused some lead changes. But, yeah, it was, it was one of those games where it could have been anybody. But that did not make the ending any less crazy. So, yeah. That, that last Daily Double is what really put the game as close as it was going into final. Because when, when she missed that, it just sent her score plummeting because of the wager she made. And yeah. But aside from that, it was just, it was a crazy game. Everyone played well. That Daily Double was a very nasty, unpleasant surprise. But... I guess those just happen sometimes. Um, I can't remember if I remember any of these players. I remember, I remember a Brian Adams at some point, but I'm not sure if it was the same one. Because the one I remember had told the story about being mistaken for the other Brian Adams. So I don't remember if it was this guy or if it was someone in an earlier season. I know... The, the person I remember played under Alex, but like I said, I don't, I don't know if it's the same guy. Never mind my android speaking its mind over there. I apologize for that, but anyway. But yeah, I almost forgot to mention if I remembered any of these people, but now you know. 
final Jeopardy, we had three players with three different answers. And Brian was the only one with the right one. And the other two players not only missed the question, but wagered a sufficient amount to send them down on the scoreboard. And Brian, who was in third place going into Final Jeopardy, managed to claim himself a spot in the semifinals. By virtue of the other two missing the question and making dangerous wagers. So that's why I said this game was an epic plot twist with elements of literally everything else except for circumnavigating the globe thrown in. We've not had a globe circumnavigator in a while. The last time we saw someone circumnavigate the globe was when we were still doing the flashback series. I'm sorry we had to end that series, honestly, because that was fun. I wanted to finish it, but with the sheer amount of material that was missing, there was just no, no way. I'm, I'm sorry, but it was just not going to happen. We were missing a good two-thirds of the last bit of the content that we were trying to cover, so what was the point? A, a skippage or two here and there was one thing. It was annoying, but... It was, that was one thing. The sheer amount of stuff we were missing was a whole different story. But, yeah, I just, I felt like there was really no continuity if we were going to have to keep jumping around. So, yeah. But we did get to see a lot of Ken's streak, and we did get to talk about it, and I got to relive some childhood memories and reacquaint myself with a lot of stuff that I didn't really remember because I was five. But I'm going off on a tangent, as usual. A Jeopardy-related tangent, but a tangent nonetheless. But yeah, that was essentially today's game in a nutshell. We had this really good game with a really epic plot twist right at the end. And that's really kind of awesome. I've seen a lot of people come back from second and win like that. But seeing someone come from third, it's kind of a rare occurrence, I think. Sorry for the background, if you can hear it. But yeah, at any rate, that was the that was the game in a nutshell. I'm going to go ahead and sign out, or not sign out, sign off. This is not the computer. I'm not signing out. But I'm I'm going to sign off for the night, and we will be back sometime or other tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure when. Depends on when I feel like recording, and I'll explain that tomorrow. But I'm just going to say good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.